Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here with My Outdesk and I'm really excited because we have Joseph Lee. Now, here's the backstory. This guy is nuts. Uh, I think I met you maybe four months ago and since meeting him, he has completely shifted how our company runs. So My Outdesk, we service real estate professionals, the top 1% in the nation and we help them find leverage. But here's the thing, I meet Joseph and he goes, Ramsey, you're doing it all wrong. And then he busts out all of these tools and he starts throwing myoutdesk.com into this tool and into that tool. And, and after two months of hanging out with a guy, he helped transform our digital footprint. I actually asked him to manage our Google AdWords account. So here's the thing, a 100% disclosure, we pay him to manage our Google AdWords. And today I've asked him to come online because he services the top 1% of the real estate world also. So it just happens that he knows the clients, he knows your guys, and he helps people generate listing leads online using Google. And so that's what today's conversation is all about. We're gonna add value to your real estate practice and just, he's gonna do what he did for us, which is show us how to actually have a better footprint and make more money using Google AdWords. So Joseph Lee, thanks for joining us. Dude, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, hey, and you forgot, I did get you on the front page of Google for your major keywords too. <laughs> <laughs> I did not forget that. <laughs> did not forget that. Actually, um, you know, more background, right? Um, he goes, hey, do you have this tool? And I said, no. And then he showed me this tool. And then he said, hey, you have this tool. And I'm like, no. And he showed me this tool. And so we're going to share a bunch of those things. But the reality is Joseph comes with a lot of experience, but also the right tools. And the, these are the kind of tools that as a realtor, I just didn't even know they exist. Like I'm a broker since like 2004, sold hundreds of homes every year. And if I would have known Joseph 10, 15 years ago, I would have had a different practice. And so that's why we're having him here today. We hope that this is going to be value for you guys, our audience, and um, let's dive in. So seller lead generation, talk to us about that. Okay. So um, with real estate agents, you know, obviously a lot of people are familiar with seller lead generation. Uh, there are two major um, processes that my company does when we take an agent on for seller lead generation. One is the most common that all the agents are familiar with. I'm actually going to share my screen. The, the first lead generation that most agents are familiar with is actually uh, the what's my home worth uh, process. Yeah. Um, so all the major IBX vendors come with like an app that's what's my home worth. Um, most of them charge $300 for it, 250 for it. It's not yeah. worth it. Um, listing the leads is my favorite because it's 30 bucks. Mine too. Scott Pierce owns this company. He's a good friend of mine, a brilliant guy. And he pioneered, uh, like listing, uh, really listing marketing for the real estate industry. I mean, his story is amazing. He was working for, I believe it was Colwell Banker, one of the large, and then he did the lead generation 
for everybody at the office. And then he started doing it for the region. And then he was like, Oh my God, I have a platform that I could sell on a national basis. So they right. do a great job. And they're realistic. Their pricing is 30 bucks a month. What a lot of agents get sucked into when they're doing what's my home worth is they're three to $500 in for an, a, a basic app that should have been 15, 30 bucks. And I feel like uh, listing to leads, their price point for access to multiple different uh, landing pages down here that you can see is perfect. $30 is a great spot. And my favorite thing about listing to leads is they're not trying to sell you. Like, I mean, trust me, we're a digital marketing company. We manage Facebook leads for agents. But if the agent, because a lot of our clientele, they're not going to do this no matter what. But for agents that don't have a $200 million production level, I would rather them do it themselves. I mean, you're talking about an insignificant amount of effort to, to do a Facebook ad and they'll walk you through it on, on list of leads. Uh, that's why I like them is I don't feel like they're trying to build or bank an entire you know, company off of trying to hit you for 300 bucks and a thousand dollar setup. The yeah. ones that are, the agents are more familiar with are like prime seller leads right here. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. prime seller is much more expensive. Um, same thing for bold. Bold does have the best CRM. There's no doubt about that in my opinion. Um, but again, you're looking at three to $500 of overhead just to start running your ads. Just not wise, unless you're running a significant number of ads. Maybe if you've expanded into multiple cities, it would be worth it. Okay. Um, I typically listing to leads. Um, some of the other IDX companies that, that their price points on their IDX come with it, like Chime, um, Real Geeks has it that you have to have an add-on, I believe, but it's not expensive. So I, I've seen a lot of people use that. But the main yeah. thing is when you're doing what's my home worth, seller lead generation, they try not to just build your overhead up because it's not really seller lead generation. It's literally people looking for the home, the valuation of their home. Um, right. So the things you don't want to do is you don't want to use Google to do that. Because if a person goes on Google and searches, what is my home worth? they're just as much statistically to be someone just merely interested as if they were to see the ad on Facebook for one tenth the price. Like okay. the context of the Google searcher isn't going to help you any, but it's going to be very expensive, like 30 bucks um, okay. for a single click, not a, not a lead. Um, so the what's my home worth stuff is best done in Facebook on the impression based market. Um, I, I heavily suggest, if you don't have it built into your IDX company or whoever your CRM is, I heavily suggest listing to leads because it's the cheapest and it's the most feature rich, 30 bucks. Okay. Know? So I want to break this down for our audience. Your first step in seller lead generation is use listings to leads and get a Facebook ad going. What's my home worth to a custom? Who, who are we going to do this with? Like a custom audience? Like, uh, not even necessary. So normally what you want to do is uh, you just build your Facebook ad targeting the area that you want to, that you want to get people in the pros of what's my home worth. And this isn't actually the, the bulk of our conversation today. This is how most agents are familiar with it. Yeah. Um, you just want to get, get the, the, the ad in front of the area that you actually want to target you're going to get a lot of leads because you're literally delivering a beautiful image on Facebook. So a lot of people are going to click on the image and they're going to go there and they're going to, they're going to want to know what their home is worth. Now the difference is Facebook is great for sellers like this to, to 
attract sellers that are interested in what their house is worth. It doesn't mean they're really a seller though. But right. it, it, the beautiful part is even if you generate 100 leads a, a week, the difference between seller lead generation and buyer is on sellers, most of these apps, which you always want to validate, have right. a question. They have a question that says, how soon are you thinking about selling? And it can say, you know, I'm just curious, one to three months, three to six months. If that question is present, like it is on most of these apps, it's easy to tell if you want to work the 100 leads or just a five that said one to three months. So, you know, you don't. Right. You don't have to call every person. You don't have to respond to every person. You know, your leads are just four or $5 a piece. You yeah. can go through them and, and find the ones that are actually physically possible um, to close. It's easy to tell when you don't want to work the lead. When you do buyers on Facebook, it's a horrible idea because you're going to have to call all those people to try to work them to find the one that will buy. And the impression-based marketplace, the difference between a buyer and a seller is when a person sees an ad with a beautiful photo that says, find out what your home is worth, if they click it, they do own a home or else why would they click it? That'd be nonsense. Right. A buyer can see a beautiful home that says, look at homes in your area and they'll click it and they have no intent or possibility of buying. They just saw a pretty ad and you know, a pretty picture and decided to click it. So yeah. you do buyers on Facebook, you do what's my home worth, you do sellers and, and it works. Um, Perfect. That's my, my what's my home worth one. <laughs> okay, real quick because I'm crazy and I like systems. Uh, so Facebook lead drops into listings to leads. Do I then connect it with my CRM or how do I get them? Or do I just leave it in listings to leads and then move them to my CRM if they said one to three months and I actually got in a conversation? Like how, what would you suggest there? I would actually suggest that you, me and your friend that does the listing to lead stuff to do another webinar and show them how to physically work them, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, because that, that is a systems question and you're a hundred percent right. If you don't have a system in place, mo listing leads can do the email. So they can send an email to the predefined email address as a notification. And most CRMs like follow up boss, et cetera, et cetera. They have the capacity to bring that lead into your CRM. Right. Um, so the, the difference though is. Uh, the CRM, whether or not it's connected to your MLS, it has the ability to send that person sold listing alerts, updating them when something sells near them or updating them monthly on what their, the, the evaluation is of their home based off of recent sales. That's a whole long conversation about systems. And I, I would love to get into that with you and with, you know, cause I would love to meet the listing of these guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make the intro. I promise. Scott's a great guy actually. And he's, He's a lot like you, brilliant tech guy who built a platform uh, because he was in the market. He was a real estate marketing guy. So I'll, I'll make the intro. They're great people. Um, right. Bold Prime Seller is a great system as well, but you have to have a significant marketing budget to overcome the overhead. As I've told you time and time again, one of the biggest things that I deal with when I do work with agents that have lower production levels they have $3,000 of technology overhead and a $500 ad spend. And they don't realize you've got to get, you got to swap that. Yeah. You got to swap it because you can't be going into digital marketing saying, well, I got to get a 600% return on investment to get my money back. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here. And I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. 
you know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I wanna give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word M-O-D, MOD, to 31996, and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. Well, what you're talking about is something that I say, I call this cut the fat, but not the muscle. Marketing spend is muscle. Over technology, overhead, technical debt is fat. So right. I, I love that you're saying that. So, you know, what's next? Okay, so we do the what's the home worth on Facebook, use a system like listings to leads, they can capture the people, then hopefully you put them into a CRM once you know they're uh, a good lead and somebody you want to work with. What's next for the seller lead generation world? Okay. So I'll actually tell you a little bit about what we do and what we actually consider real seller lead generation. Sure. Um, so um, I already have it set up for you. So basically what happens in the real seller lead generation world is there aren't any real estate agents. They're all referral companies. Um, so people do go on Google. There's two different types of Google searches. Um, Google will acknowledge a product search and a, a service search. Anytime you have a product, you're going to have 5% or lower conversions on your website because people don't typically sign up until they're ready to buy. Right. So product search conversions are always very low, just like on IDX searches. If you force register people, three to 5% will sign up based off of how you know, nice your IDX is right. on your website. Now, service searches, it's not uncommon to have 40 and 50% of the people to actually call you. Because if you were searching for a realtor or a plumber, you're actually gonna call them, why else did you search for them? Right. Um, you know, if you didn't wanna talk to a realtor, you would have Googled Pensacola Homes for Sale, not Pensacola Realtors or Pensacola Real Estate Agents. Right. The thing is though, a real estate agent's entire digital market space is dominated by IDX companies. When you look at who all the biggest ad spend companies are, they're also subsequently a software provider. So what ends up happening is they don't have any software to help you generate seller leads, so they have no interest in doing so. So you don't have any digital marketers coming in here innovating. The problem is every single time a realtor figures out what to do, they then build a referral network because they see how lucrative it is. But as an example, if I Google Pensacola homes for sale, yep. 
this is going to be a product search. Google's going to deliver three to four ads and then they're going to deliver all the organic stuff. But if right. you actually Google Pensacola Realtors or real estate agents, this is a service search, which means Google's going to deliver this individual map here with the actual people um, in the area. Now, um, up here you have your ads and these are the referral networks. Uh, the same referral networks pretty much dominate um, through the whole country. Uh, you have Agent Pronto, Top Agents Ranked, Home Light, My Agent Finder, Dave Ramsey. Um, you know, they're just basic. All they're doing is they know what ads to use on what phrases when people search and then they'll go and get an agent for the person. So if I showed you, this is Pensacola, you can see My Agent Finder, Dave Ramsey, Top Agents Ranked, Agent Pronto. Right here, I Google searched already real estate agents in El Paso, Texas. So I just targeted all of Texas. Um, here's Homelight, um, you know, my agent finder. Fast Expert is new. Like I've been seeing them growing in Texas. But if I go from El Paso to Albuquerque, uh, top agents ranked, Fast Expert, Dave Ramsey, Agent Pronto. And you can do this through the whole country. I've just selected, a, you know, 20 or so major cities. And you'll see if you Google real estate agents in New Orleans, uh, using best agents in New Orleans, top agents ranked, fast expert, home light, agent pronto. Okay. okay, so what we're doing right now, and for our audience, I want to break this down because there's an actual ninja skill that you're, you're displaying right here, and it's important. Uh, number one, you're saying find out who the big dogs are and what their strategy is and then model them. Is that, is that right? You're, you're saying, look, the people who are doing this right are referral networks. Like right. Dave Ramsey is a great example. They charge 35% for listing and they send a listing lead out to three people. And so you're competing with two other Dave Ramsey folks. And I just happen to love his name, by the way. I used to be a Dave Ramsey preferred person. A friend of mine does home light they generate a lot of listing leads. And so you're, what we're talking about is you're saying, hey, stop, you know, stop playing around with the what, you know, do the what's my home worth in Facebook, but in Google, you wanna model the referral networks. Right, because what's happened is, um, just to be honest, when a person Googles for real estate agents, they're more receptive to these networks because if you look at any of these networks they all say the same thing okay they say you know um, they're gonna find the best agent for you in whatever city you're looking for you can click on every single one of these companies websites and here's you know I think we're all probably familiar with home light Dave Ramsey the same thing find the top real estate agent in your locality and they decide this based off of data how many homes you've closed how many reviews you've received on Zillow truly or realtor.com so basically what they're doing is they're pitching that, you know, look, don't take all your time to look for the realtor. Let us go look for the realtor. But we all know in the industry, they're just a referral network. Right. I mean, they don't care if you're the top 1% or 5% or 30%. If you're willing to give them 35%, they'll give you, you know, you and two other people. They'll leave. Yeah, they'll give you the lead. They're a middleman. In fact, and, I, like, I like Dave Ramsey. I like his message. I like what he does, the ELP stuff. But the reality is, you know, it, it's he's built a website and he advertises on on Google like right so he knows how to advertise on Google so when you do buyers you're doing Pensacola homes for sale etc cetera, etc cetera, your product 
But when you do sellers, you're looking for people looking for a service, Pensacola Realtors, Pensacola Real Estate Agents, top real estate agents in Pensacola. There are about 60 phrases that my company uses when we're doing seller lead generation. Seller lead generation, cost per click or cost per person going to your website is roughly 10 times higher than buyers. So your average buyer click through the whole country is like 50 cents. Your average seller click through the country is $5. Um, okay, so I, can, I can, with the right agency, this is what you guys do. I should expect to spend about $5 for a seller lead if we do this right. Right. Unless you're in California, it's a little more expensive because you have more. Um, Cause we're better. I mean, Californians, we're better. I just want to, say that <laughs> i'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, it's okay i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna upset like 20 <laughs> <people>. <laughs> it's awesome, awesome. <laughs> let's keep going let's keep going so what do you do um okay what are the steps if i want to model the referral agencies and what are the steps that i need to go through in order to do that at a high level Sure. So, I mean, like when we take a client on, the first thing we do is we build them a, a, a landing page and then they have to make a decision. Do they want a, um, a agency centric landing page? This is normally the, the case for big teams that do a hundred million dollar production. Here's one that we recently did. So we build out a landing page where it says, you know, whatever your spill is, you know, your home sold guaranteed or, the, the 246 system, if you sell your own house, we charge you 2%, we close it. If another agent sells it, we charge you six. If we sell it, we charge you four. Whatever, you know, all the spills that agents use. We build out the landing page. You know, we say why you're the best choice. You know, your production level is 120 million a year. You have a 22 man team, four members of your admin staff. So we basically build out the whole um, process, you know, where Barbara Corcoran is, you know, um, endorsing our program. Right. So we build out that. That's for agent-centric uh, landing pages. Or if the agent doesn't typically have the production level to really make a convincing landing page, we'll actually build them out a net neutral page, as we call it, which is like a home light or a, um, you know, one of those where we're going to tell the, the public that this company that we make up, like Top Agent Now, is going to get you three of the top agents in the area, in the top 10% or... You know, I'm in Sacramento, so it would be like top sacramentoagents.com or some, something like right. that. And mm -hmm. you would actually just buy that URL and then build a non-branded landing page so that all those leads kind of funnel in. Right. And we would build a landing page so it looks like a business that specializes in data analysis and production levels and reviews. And right. so then what happens is a lead signs up. Now, where most agents fail at this is they have to have an ISA to work the leads when they come in because you need someone to answer the phone as if they work for that company and tell them that they're going to help them set up the listing appointments with some of those top productive agents. Right. Um, which is one of the reasons that when I first met you and the way that you do your ISAs, I thought, man, this is a great thing because I have agents that need someone to answer the phone that can script this personification of, they're a, a third party company setting up listing appointments on behalf of the seller. Right. Um, well, and, and this example that we have right now, uh, they have three of our ISAs and when you're generating, you know, seller buyer leads and you're running a large team like they are, the, the simple fact is the agent should be in the field selling real estate, meeting with buyers and sellers. 
and you need to build a team of inside sales and some should be virtual and some should be physical. Uh, the physical folks actually do the meetings and they, they actually have the appointments and close the people. And then the virtual, uh, the virtual ISAs is that they're basically doing all the pounding of the phones, man. And so I, I'm a hundred percent with you about that. Right. So basically you match up the, the context of the searcher looking for real estate agents, looking for realtors, looking for real estate agencies or brokers yep. with the landing pages. Now I actually fancy if the agency is not huge, I prefer the, the, the impartial uh, process. Like right. I prefer building your brand because when an agent comes, uh, when a searcher comes to the landing page and they see, you know, home light saying, find the top Texas real estate agent or find they, you know, the, the public is like that. Now they trust these third parties review oriented sites to make decisions for them in lieu of them researching the agents. Right. And it's not just in real estate. If you actually just said, you know, plumbers in San Antonio, every eight, every industry has their referral networks digitally. Yeah. Um, so you do plumbers and you're going to find the same thing. You're going to find Yelp and home advisor, you know, in the search results, you know, and all they're doing is selling leads to the plumbers. Right. Um, so it's the same thing everywhere you go. It's no different. You know, it's our problem is honestly, when an agent learns how to do this and they get successful, then they go, man, I'm just going to do this in every city. Everywhere. Yeah. Right. And just <laughs> referrals. Right. Um, so, and that's why I consider this seller lead generation method, probably the best kept secret in real estate. Cause it's ridiculous that realtors don't do it. Um, yeah. And so. it's not expensive. You, okay. So building the pay, cause there's some work that goes into building a page, creating the content, hooking it up to a CRM, making sure your phone system is live. Um, that part of it, what, what is that all? So we have an understanding of costs, like sure. Whether they hire your company or they say, Hey, look, I'm an, I've got a guy. What do you think it ought to cost? Because we got $5 for a seller lead per seller lead. Uh, what should it cost to kind of build this out? What do I have to invest? So the easiest thing to do really is, um, you know, get a WordPress website. You know, you can get one hosted and, and mapped for on GoDaddy for literally like 10 bucks a month. Yeah. And there are millions of WordPress people out there, you know, that can do it for you. So then just show them home light, show them the companies you're trying to mimic and tell them, you know, but I'm telling you, if you start looking around, there are hundreds of people doing this all over the country, you know, and right. if you look at who the ownership is, it's always a real estate agent that they're not, now they're not even working real estate no more. They're just doing referrals, you know, everywhere. Right. So yeah, get a WordPress website, get a developer or a designer to basically, or if you're competent, um, you know, you can design the WordPress website yourself. Um, Daniel, I know that you know people that work on WordPress websites because you have a good one. Yeah, um, we actually, um, we actually, Lori Ballin's a client. A lot of our virtual professionals help um, folks build out these websites too. Um, I like the combination of a virtual professional and a digital marketer who has some experience because the calls to actions and the, and the kind of the sales letter piece needs to be somebody who's an expert, but a lot of the back end stuff can be done with a virtual professional. So yep. see what my company does is um, if we're not going to do an agent centric landing page where we have to do research on the agent and stuff, if we're just going to do the net neutral one, we charge $800 set up $30 a month and that covers your phone system and call tracking 
uh, into your Google AdWords and stuff like that. That way it's just as simple as, you know, it's done. Um, we don't work with multiple agents in seller lead generation. So it's, it's very exclusive. So we don't have like every area in the country to offer. And we use uh, very similar, you know, templates on WordPress to, to go into each area. That's one of the reasons we don't work with multiple people is because right. you get a very effective and deficient website. You don't want everyone's brand looking like yours. Well, and the other, the other thing about marketing is you probably have to have refreshers, right? I mean, you can't just set this and forget about it. I mean, right. you'll have competitors come in and try to take your turf or mimic yours or, you know, so you've got to kind of do some uh, tweaking probably on an annual. How, how often? We do the AdWords management and agent should obviously, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. You don't want to do that by yourself. You want an AdWords manager because you are talking about $5 clicks. So a 40% inefficiency would dramatically increase your cost per lead by 20 or 30 bucks. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm, you know, I, I would say agents can do their own, like me and you can go over buyer strategies where agents could set their own AdWords up and it would be safe because they're only talking about 40 cent clicks. So right. if you're really bad at it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna break the bank. Seller lead generation does get more expensive, but the conversion rate is infinitely higher because you're talking about double digit service oriented conversions where when you get someone on the phone, they want you to come look at their house. So um, if, I'm, if I'm you um, and I, let's say I'm, I want to double my production. I want to have, go from 10 listings to a hundred listings and you know, whatever. Is this a strategy that you could actually scale up to a large amount of production? It depends on the size of your city. So with anything, just like when I started doing your AdWords, I was showing you, you never want to spend more than the market can bear because after that you just, you're throwing dollars into a hole that you really can't get them out. Right. Uh, but the, again, the whole reason that agents spread out when they do this is because they say, man, I'm only spending a grand a month doing this and I want to spend 10 because I can just go get referrals. And then they just go do it in another city in another city in another city. So what ends up happening is this entire methodology lends itself to scalability by spreading. Now mm -hmm. the, the caveat to that is, and what all my clients have experienced, if an agent is doing this the way that you and I are describing right now, they actually can't lose because the referral networks that are legitimate referral networks are gonna get 30% of whatever you know, the gross income is from the sale. Right. get 100%. Right. So if they bid $5 and you bid $5, you could bid 15 and net the same thing they're netting in ROI. So they can't actually beat you. I'll pay a hundred bucks for a right. listing. I mean, that's the reality of it. What, how much, um, what should be my expected, like, what are you seeing your clients in terms of expected close rates? Cause I want to make sure that all of our, you know, all of the expectations are set. Um, what, how many should I generate? How much should I spend and how much do you think I should convert? Sure. So my experience is the average cost per, lead, uh, per click is about $5 nationwide, unless okay. you're in an area where you're like, um, your average listing price is very high, then the referral companies will bid higher. Mm -hmm. Your average conversion rate on the site is about 40%. Um, so, you know, you're spending about 15, 20 bucks per lead and about half of those leads should actually convert into something. Okay. Uh, so you're saying the result should be about 20 to 25%. You're going to convert those over, over the life of the lead. Is that, is that right? You think? Right. Mm -hmm. So okay. I, 
think every agent that has ever done this and worked with Homelight or Dave Ramsey will also tell you, you do get about 30% buyers, but they're always very good buyer leads because the type of person that looks for a real estate agent in a verse for a house is typically like a doctor or a busy person where they acknowledge that, hey, look, I'll pay you if you'll do work for me. Right. Um, you know, so you normally get higher quality just all around. Well, it's funny because, uh, so I did, this is a funny story and I like little stories. I'm building like a little breakfast nook in my house and I have a contractor and I'm paying him way too much money because he's handling it all from picking out the, the seat cushions to making the drawers, getting the handle. Like I'm, I'm probably paying him 30 or 40% more than I should. Cause I, I, I like doing those kind of projects, you know, uh, but I have no time. So those are the clients on the buyer side as a real estate broker you want. The people who time, they value time more than money. And those are good clients. They're fast to act. They always qualify. And so it's, it, it, they're just better clients to work right. with. And that's, and that's why that's everybody what, that comes from home life says, yeah, but the buyer leads are really good. Because most people that look for a realtor are literally, if they're a buyer, trying to get into a house at that moment. Yeah. They, don't want, they don't want us until they're trying to get into a house. So... Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's leave, we're going to leave them. We're going to give them away a guide. So I want to talk about like what the, you know, because we broke down a lot of stuff. So we're going to basically take everything from this webinar and you can actually download a guide so you can decide whether or not you want to do this in your local market. Okay. The, the next thing is let's talk about how they, what they screw up in this because execution is always the enemy to strategy, right? Strategy is cheap. Execution is how you win. So what are the things that you see that these um, large uh, realtor groups or uh, teams screw up when they try to do seller lead generation on Google? Sure. The easiest question that is overspending. Um, what they end up doing is they get a little bit of success in the beginning and then they just want to push and push. Look, seller lead generation isn't like buyers. There are 10,000 buyers in an average city looking at houses every month, but only a small fraction of them are going to commit to actually buying a house. I right. mean, if, so the ratios of searchers are the same. In a metro city, it's not normal to only have a thousand people Googling for realtors that month. So yeah. if your click through rate on your ad is 10%, which means 100 people should be coming to your website and you're paying $5, that's all you should expect to spend is $500 on advertising. The agents though, because they're coming from the buyer world, spending 10 grand on Zillow, 15 grand on Zillow, five grand, 10 grand on AdWords with us, then they wanna go take a $5,000 budget on, on um, sellers, it won't work. Because you're only gonna be able to spend that 500 bucks. The only thing you can alter by overspending is the position of the ad. So if you take the first position, you will pay more per click and you will get more traffic and you'll pay more per lead. And that's okay. But after your average position is one, you shouldn't keep spending money because you're just going to throw it into a hole. So what, um, do, you do, what do you do for your clients who are like, Joseph, I, I don't want to buy buyers anymore. I want to buy sellers. Cause here's the thing. I'm a real estate broker. I, I, okay. And if you're, this is a pro tip. If you're listening, I used to take my, and I love saying pro tip. I feel like I'm a fishing guy. Right. Uh, but anyways, I used to take my P and L's and break them down by buyers and sellers. 
because you'd have different platforms and different IT spends for buyers and sellers. And then you'd have different overhead and different costs, right? Cost of goods sold. Well, on the buyers, I had to pay a buyer's agent 50 or 40%, depending on where the lead came from. Well, on listings, I, I didn't have that. I didn't have a buyer's agent. I had an employee who would go and do the, do take the listing. So there was a salary involved. So I had different, I had a different financial model for buyers and sellers. So based on this, Joseph, if I wish you and I knew each other 15 years ago, but based on this, what do you do when somebody says, look, I'm spending two grand with you, but I want to spend 10 or five. How do you, how do you help them diversify their ads and or um, spend that money on the seller side? Sure. So this actually happens every single time. I know. Um, the nature of a digital marketing company is our first interaction with the realtor is 99% of the time buyer because that's all they're ever familiar with. You know, right. if they think about seller, they think about the what's my home worth method, which is not really seller lead generation. It's what's my home worth. It's home evaluation generation. Right. So what we normally do is we spend 30 to 60 days building a relationship, showing them how we do buyer traffic because we're also very different in that methodology as well. Um, right. A lot of the buying companies, they simply target the cities. We target the subdivisions, the condominiums. Uh, we pull reports out of the MLS so we know the active inventory, the average sales price, and how many units sell per month. So we target the things that have the higher probability of selling at a higher average rate so that the lead generation is, is better. We do that with them for 60 days to 30 days so that they know we do what we say. Then I say, okay, we have a hierarchy of the quality of leads. The, the highest lead quality that can be generated digitally is always going to be seller lead generation. Yep. Because one thing you didn't mention is also when you do put a sign up, you have a very high chance of having people come through off the sign to buy other yep. houses. Yep. So seller lead generation is by far the most successful. First, we do the, um, the process of tapping the market for Google AdWords sellers. Then yep. we'll go and put some budget toward Facebook. What's my home worth? Yep. Typically those leads are get, get routed to their team just so the team feels invigorated about having buyers and sellers. But yep. with what you said, the head of the team normally moves all the Google sellers directly to their paid app. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, because ROI. So, and then, um, uh, and then we say, okay, now uh, we go into buyers after that. Now, whenever you're doing buyers, we tier, uh, first, we tap out the, the um, subdivisions and the condominiums because those people are closer to the purchase price when they're making decisions. Yep. And also, when a person says, Holly, by the sea, homes for sale, a $385,000 neighborhood, we know what kind of searcher that might be. Like the quality of the person, they think they should live there. So they probably make a certain amount of money, you know, to, to think that. So right. the subdivisions. And then the next thing that we do is we tear out and figure out how much can we spend for people looking to the city. So Pensacola homes for sale traffic is bad, but Pensacola homes for sale, Florida, if you geographically locate them out of Pensacola is good because they're movers. When people are just, I see. Yeah. So when people are just thinking about um, at the dentist office and they're in a waiting room, they just Google Pensacola homes for sale. They're just browsing properties. Well, you're talking about relocation leads. Right. And, and I'm guessing, I guess another strategy would be, you know, once you own the central city of your market, the next thing to do is go to the neighboring market and drop ads and then go to the neighbor, like, and just kind of spread out. Do you do that for a lot of people too? 
Yeah, so we actually do an entire analysis of their entire MLS when we first bring them on. So we show them each of the areas, the average sales price of the area on like a heat map, um, how many units sell in that area. So for instance, we help them uh, manage their bids and budgets based off of like, for instance, if um, Pensacola has 600 listings and sells 400 a month, that would be a great investment you know, because there's so much turnaround. If people are looking for that area, they are likely to be one of the leads that was in that, that turnaround, that churn. But when you target something that has very few sales, it doesn't matter how much the sales, if they're a million dollar listings and they only sell one a year, the odds of that person converting are very low because no one converted the year before the year before. So Yeah, you're talking about inventory and turn, and this is the same practice you would do if you were geographically farming. I mean, you're just saying, I'm going to digitally farm a particular area that has good inventory turn and high price points and a high likelihood of converting. That's the same process if you were doing mailers and door knockings and open houses. It's the exact same thing. It's just a digital process. It is. Yeah. And we have an algorithm that basically helps us manage the bids and budgets so that not only do we farm those elements, but we make the decision on which of the elements are most important to farm based off the likelihood to close at a high price point. So one, one subdivision may have an average sales price of 150 and sell four units a month. And the other one may have a $300,000 average sales price and sell 10 a month. Well, naturally we don't want Google to take the majority of your budget for neighborhood A when neighborhood B is more lucrative. So it helps us manage the money into the most lucrative geographic farming areas in general. Well, and I, okay, so we're gonna wrap up in just a second, but if you've listened, we've we've broken down seller lead generation on Google, what's my home worth, what the referral networks are actually doing, so how to model the big guys and actually do that in your local area. Um, we've, we've talked about a little bit about like local presence and like we're doing a several part series with Joseph because I just believe in his company and what he does and how he helps people. We talked a little bit about an ISA. If you're generating any, any kind of leads, you should have an ISA because as a real estate team, you should be out meeting with clients and selling. And we have, I mean, 600 folks that are just pounding the phones for real estate agents, just like you. Um, one, one thing that's important to note is that it, it's, it's likely that you're, the people that should be doing this are the top 10% in the marketplace. And the, the reason for that, Joseph, I want you to kind of help me with this because I, what I don't want is people to say, oh, I'm brand new. I want to have this strategy too. That you're going to be competing with other agents who are number one, two, three right. in your market. So this is really important that you have a strong local presence, that you actually have a great listing presentation, that you have a team that helps you close the deals. You know, you've, you've got to actually mirror what the digital ad online says in terms of the level of service that you're providing. Is that, is, I, I just want to clarify who should be looking right. at as a strategy. Thank you. <laughs> Cause that's one of the things, you know, Daniel, you already know we're very exclusive. We don't take everyone that comes to, you know, to us. So we're not just a digital marketing company with an right. open door. The reason is many of like with what you just said, when we do seller lead generation, if you have a $3 million production level, it's very difficult for me to build a landing page that really sells you and pitches you in the light that we're, we're advertising. Now, if we don't advertise that, then you're going to be running up against the ads like Homelight saying that they guarantee the agents within the top 10%. And, you know, so you're going to be running against that. 
realistically, you can spend the digital marketing dollars. You just won't get any return because the person may click your ad and they click the next ad and go, wow, this guarantees top 10% production level. This one doesn't. And that number is actually top 10%. If you look at all the referral networks, they all say top 10. It doesn't mean that all the agents are in the top 10%, but it's going to be really, it's going to be a, an uphill battle just because you can say it in marketing doesn't mean you can deliver, you know? Well, and that's, and, and, you know, we have clients like, it's so funny. We had this client um, cancel and guys, we have clients cancel. It happens. It's not what we like, but it happens. And his reasoning was we set him too many appointments and he's a good friend of mine. And I, I've like traveled around the country with him and I call him up and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you canceling your ISAs? You got two. He goes, they kept setting me like five or six appointments a day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the point. And he's like, dude, I'm, I'm not ready for that. I, I, I've got things to do. I got, you know, and so um, it's really important that you're clear about, you know, what you got going on, what your market position is before you consider this strategy. Um, and we, you know, we've helped 5,000 real estate people and Joseph and we work together on a lot of the same accounts. And so we know what works for folks and we don't want you to overspend or think that you're going to get it and then be unhappy. Um, okay. So download in this video, we're giving a free kind of like a strategy, like a, a, a guide for what we've gone over. So download that. Joseph, talk to us about our next one. We, we talked about doing like the, the local presence and the SEO space, which is another place that you just kind of dominate in. So right. what's our next webinar series going to be about? I would love to do local search engine optimization. Um, the reasons are one, that is the best investment for, if you can, not everybody can do it because you have to own a brick and mortar place because Google otherwise won't put your listing at the top regardless. Uh, that's the best seller lead generation there is, but it's organic. The reason is, is remember that the ads only take 15% of the traffic. The other 85%, they go to the map. Just like I showed you, it's a service, which means the first person on the map is going to end up getting the majority of the clicks, especially if they have a good um, referral or a, a good review presence. Okay. So that's what I want to cover next, kind of going into that and, and how easy it is. Also, it's inexpensive. It's not like all right. that know that you get sold on. I mean, Daniel will tell you, I actually showed him how to do it himself. Yeah. I showed him how SEO companies do it these days. We don't do the work ourselves anymore. There are technologies that do it for us. Yep. You know, $30 a month and, and you could, it's, it's just, it's, it's easy. If you own your own, um, you know, shop, your own brokerage, um, that's what I want to cover next time. Okay, that's good. And here's the here's the the map. So we're going to do several of these webinars. If you subscribe to this stream, you're going to get them all. We're going to send them out to you on a weekly basis. Uh, but what's important here is the local stuff. It's like I, I like to frame it like owning your house versus renting. Paid ads, which we're going to talk about, um, is is renting. You got to keep paying in order to get the people to show up. But when you have great local presence, it's like you own your home and you don't have to pay for it. You did it one time or you refresh it on a quarterly basis. So we're going to go over that next. Guys, if you have questions about hiring an ISA or hiring Joseph, when you download that, just leave your information and we'll follow up with you. And Joseph, hey, man, thanks a lot. This has been fun and uh, educational. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Thanks.